Welcome back to the Keto Transformations Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Leopard Spotted Hippo. Have you guys tried out this keto ice cream yet? It is delicious. And they have brand new flavors every single week. Last week it was fat mint and this week it's cookie dough. But it is limited. First come, first serve. So make sure you get yours before they run out. Now they have extended a 10% discount to all of our listeners. You can redeem that at leopardspottedhippo.com with code keto at checkout. That's K-E-T-O at leopardspottedhippo.com. Today on the podcast, we have Laura joining us from Instagram. You can find her there under the name Hashi Won't Stop Me underscore Keto. So Laura, how long have you been eating keto and how did you hear about it? I have been eating keto since November 3rd of 2017. I heard about it from my doctor that I was getting B12 shots from. It's like a weight loss clinic. And he told me about it probably about a year prior to that. But I didn't want to cut out carbs at that time. So I said no. So when I wanted to start eating keto, I went back to him and started. So did you actually start keto for weight loss specifically or was it for health benefits as well? Yeah, so kind of both. I have Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid disease, autoimmune disease. I have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, and a genetic mutation called MTHFR, which is pretty new. But I was reading Hashimoto's protocol, and they suggested cutting out gluten, soy, dairy. So I ended up cutting out gluten and soy out of my diet. But you can still eat candy bars. I'm gluten-free, but I'm still going to eat candy bars. I lost a little bit of weight from being gluten-free, and I'm still really, like, eating a lot of sugar. And the one day that really hit me hard, which was my rock bottom, was I had just come home from working on my break. I, like, ate a Heath Bar candy bar and went back to work. And while I was driving to my client's house, I was so in and out of consciousness, really, really tired, feeling really awful. I was two blocks away from their house and I had to pull over and sleep for 20 minutes. At that moment, I'm like, okay, there's something seriously wrong with sugar. I'm having crashes. This is, needs to never happen again. The next day, I went to the doctor and said, you know, get me on that keto diet. I never want to eat sugar again in my life. So that's really what started it. <laughs> it's not worth it. So Laura, have you had any setbacks or faced any challenges since you started keto? Yes, I have. Not a lot. It's been easy for the most part. But so when I first started, I was losing weight very rapidly, which you should be really happy about that. But for some reason, I went into it like a very deep depression, which a lot of people won't talk about this. But when I explained this on my Instagram, a lot of people reached out to me, but I was losing weight and I was feeling good about my body. But for some reason, I was really depressed. And I could not shake that feeling. And I think, you know, most of it was your hormones are changing now. They're getting regulated. And, you know, I was talking to one of my clients who's kind of a, into spiritual things. And she's, you hold emotional baggage in your body. And so when you're shedding these pounds and shedding this weight and getting a new body image, you're also shedding this emotional baggage that you didn't even know that you had. So it wasn't a setback, but it was a challenge for me. I, I knew that I was never going to stop eating. 
eating this way, but I needed to do something about it. And, you know, it kind of just went away on its own, staying positive and getting through that and continuing through that. The depression went away on its own and having a good support system obviously helped as well. Other than that, I mean, it's easy way to eat. You know, I eat bacon, so I can't complain. What's not to like? (laughs) That's awesome that you mentioned that because from my years working with massage therapists, I know that even during a massage, while you're releasing toxins, you're also releasing stored emotions. But it never occurred to me that it would be the same thing during weight loss. Yeah, yeah. And I have been told I'm a cold girl. Like I never cry and it was coming out. And apparently, you know, some people go through that. So yeah, I just want people to know it it gets better. So push through it. This is really great info for everyone to have if they experience the same thing, you know, to know you're not alone. Yeah. Being on Instagram and like hearing people and you're like, oh, I'm not alone in this. Do you do any intermittent fasting at all? Kind of. I'm not good at it, but I will unintentionally. (laughs) Like if I'm very busy working or something, I have a crazy schedule. So some days I'm just like, hey, I'm really busy. Uh, Let's see if I can go for 24 hours, you know? So, or if I go out drinking, I don't drink anything bad. I stick with vodka and soda water. But if I do go out drinking, normally the day after, I will like to do a fast just to kind of release those toxins from my body. And that's it. I'm not religious about the fasting. Do you exercise regularly? I don't. I have an active job. I'm a pet sitter, so I walk dogs a lot. I'm probably walking five to ten miles a day, but that hasn't changed since I've been doing this diet. So I would say I do not work out any more than I was before. It's such a bonus. It works with no exercise. Yes, it does. And that's so good for me. I'm so trying not to go to the gym. Do you track your macros? I do. I'm always tracking everything all the time. If I, like, say I'm on vacation or something, I will maybe take a break from it and try to do, like, intuitive eating. Not that I eat bad, but I will just say, okay, I'm going to a restaurant. I'm going to order something, a steak. I know what's happening there, but I'm on vacation, so I don't feel like tracking. But, you know, every other day, it's on. Now, Laura, what benefits have you experienced since you started keto? So obviously weight loss, um, but I have had definitely more energy, less fatigue. Like I said, that sugar was just bringing me down and having Hashimoto's just, I mean, generally before starting keto, I would say it was 20 to 25 days out of the month that I was extremely fatigued and tired. And now that I have done this diet, like I'm probably way more good days than bad days. If I have a bad day, that is rare, which is insane to me. My migraines have almost completely gone, which I was having a lot of migraines, a lot of headaches. Almost every day I'd be like, oh, hey, actually today I don't have a headache. That's amazing. And now it's like, oh, I just don't have a headache every day ever. I know exactly what you mean. I can't believe I used to have headaches every day. Keeping uh, keeping Tylenol in business here. But yeah, like less headaches, less fatigue. I don't have to take a midday nap. <laughs> I, also with the PCOS, I feel like keto is the cure for it. Like straight up 
the cure for PCOS because when I got diagnosed at age 17, I've had to be on birth control of some type to have a menstrual cycle naturally. And now that I have been keto, I stopped my birth control kind of as an experiment. And I have gone over two months without birth control and I've had two natural cycles at this point, which is literally like never happened since age 17 had a natural cycle without birth control. Insane. So I feel like it's really regulating that and my moods. But yeah, I mean, which is insane. Like it has to be the cure for PCOS. There's no other cure for it. That's awesome to hear since so many with PCOS are doing keto just for that. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of girls have it. I mean, now that I am realizing, like I said, now I know I'm not alone because there's just so many people that are reaching out or so many people who are doing keto that have PCOS as well. And just it's amazing to see what wonders it works. Now, do you find keto to be more or less expensive than your previous way of eating? I would say probably less expensive, only for the fact that I'm not going out to eat. I'm not ordering food. I'm not getting fast food, which you think fast food's cheap, but it's really not. I can make, you know, a good meal for $7, even with organic and grass-fed food. And you get more out of it when you're cooking instead of going out to eat all the time. So I would personally say less expensive. Now, do you have any other tips to make keto more affordable? Yeah, um, like I said, definitely cooking at home. If you do order out, you know, get a salad, but definitely cooking and go grocery shopping yourself. Obviously, try to get some coupons, but cooking 100% will make it so much cheaper and meal prepping. So, Laura, what are your favorite keto staples that you always have on hand? Definitely grass-fed steak, 100% all the time. Uh, bacon, macadamia nuts, peely nuts, baby spinach, salami, cheese. I could go on forever, but yeah, definitely those things. Oh, and always gallons of water. Oh, that's a good tip. <laughs> I actually have such a difficult time getting a gallon in during the day. It's hard. You have to really start in the morning with your water and then just keep every time you think, think about water, like drink, drink, drink. What is your favorite keto dish? I'm going to give you three of them. Love jalapeno poppers. They're delicious. I'm obsessed. Definitely grass-fed steak and broccoli. Like that's my staple dinner. And then I make this really good. I'm not really good at cooking. My roommate from Beer to Ketosis is the cooker in the house, but I will make a really good turkey roll. And I put inside of the turkey roll, I put spinach and mozzarella and sun-dried tomato And then I put on the outside, instead of breadcrumbs, I do uh, Parmesan cheese and pork rinds and I bake it and it is delicious. Oh, that sounds so good. So good. I'm allergic to chicken, so I have to use turkey, but people can use chicken if they prefer. What do you enjoy most about eating a keto diet? So I love eating all of the same things I was eating before, just ketofied is what I like to say. You know, you can make all of the same things. Like um, if you like mashed potatoes, make cauliflower mash. If you like, you know, my turkey roll instead of breadcrumbs, use those pork rinds. You can just make any recipe keto. You can go out to eat. You're, you're not limited. If somebody invites me out to eat, I'm not like, oh, my God, no, I need to stay home. I'm on a diet. I'm like, yeah, sure. I can go out, I can eat a salad, I can eat a steak, whatever I want. So that's really what I like about it. It's super easy and honestly, it's really convenient. I'm not worried about being super hungry or having those midday cravings.
cravings where I just need to eat or binge eat. So it's super easy for me. And so I really like that. And it tastes delicious. So literally the best thing I've ever done in my life. (laughs) I absolutely agree. Now, Laura, before you go, what tips or advice would you give to a keto newbie? So keto newbies, I want to tell them to start today. Stop making excuses. There is no holiday, no birthday, no nothing that's an excuse. I started on November 3rd. There's Thanksgiving. My birthday's on December 13th. Christmas, New Year's. You can ketofy everything. Don't make excuses. You will thank yourself in a week in a month, in a year. I promise you that. So really start today. And you'll and you'll look back in a week and be like, oh man, good. I already got past the first week. Let's just keep going. I love that. So motivational. Yeah, for sure. Like that's the biggest thing. I wish I would have started when my doctor told me a year ago about this diet. I mean, I wish I would have started then and I wouldn't have said, oh no, I really want my carbs. So start today. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today, Laura. Thank you so much. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.